When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. I don't think that the Ravens didn't try. You know, I, I do think that they, they, they went out there and made some attempts and just was unsuccessful. But is that not enough? Cordell do you feel like that something had to be done or was it just okay we're just adding a piece to the already good almost done puzzle that's had right now yeah I I mean I didn't feel like they had to make a move at the deadline nor did I think that they would to be honest with you and uh like even for some of the past rushers like Sweat and Chase Young Sweat I thought went for a pretty good value to get a set a high second round pick from the Bears that's pretty good value chase going in the third a comp third to the Niners. I mean, it is what it is at, at that point, but I, I feel like the Ravens weren't in on those guys and guys like Daniel Hunter um, as well, because you're going to have to pay these dudes after yep. this year. And Montez sweat, I think is going to demand a nice chunk of change. Chase young, maybe not so much, but in, in my mind, why would you pay a guy like Chase Young over Matt Abike or Patrick Queen or some of your own good defensive players that are in a contract year? That that was kind of my own thinking as to why I thought the Ravens wouldn't be as aggressive at the deadline. If these if they were getting controllable guys, it'd be a different topic. Um, but I, I just think right now they're in the process of potentially losing key players of their own young players. Um, so I, I just feel like the Ravens way is to pay their own before they're going to pay somebody else outside, especially considering Patrick Queen is having a good year. Justin Matter BK is having a get a good year. Geno Stone is having a good year. So, I, I mean, I, I just think they have their own issues in house that they want to take care of. Josh Jacobs would have been a good one. Um, I think him or Derrick Henry or Saquon, would have been good additions to the Ravens, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I think Jacobs and Saquon fit their offense more, um, but I think Derrick Henry would would definitely open it up. I mean, good luck stopping any RPO with Lamar and Derrick Henry. My goodness! And then you and then you have to stack the box, and so that leaves guys like Zay Flowers really in some one on one situations. Mark Andrews could kill in play action, so. I just thought any of those running back, I mean, those would have been the best running backs maybe Lamar's played with to this point. I mean, J.K. Dobbins is a talented guy, but we just never really got to see him play at the level that those dudes ha- have played at. But ultimately, like I said, I, I'm not surprised that the Ravens stay pat. I think that they did try to make something happen because EDC does love to trade. Um, and I know that there was back and forth on social media about the Josh Jacobs situation and stuff. I mean, I'll just say they've shown if they like a guy, they'll, they'll trade, trade a a draft capital for that player if they truly like them. So um, 
the running back position is so weird nowadays yeah. anyway uh, that you do got to be careful about giving away draft capital, especially high draft capital for that position. Um, but I, again, I don't blame, I'm, I'm not upset with them not making any moves. I think in the case of Chase Young, the argument would have been, well, if you are giving away, you know, a third round pick and then Chase Young leaves, you're probably going to get a compensatory pick for him, which I think is okay. I, if you're, if you're using a guy for a rental, I'm, and you're going to essentially get back what you gave. I don't have a problem with that. The Josh Jacobs situation, I think it's a little bit more complex because, I mean, there's been rumors, obviously, unconfirmed reports that um, the Ravens, uh, that excuse me, the Raiders wanted a second round pick for Josh Jacobs. And that's not, you know, nobody was trying to get give the Raiders, you know, a second round pick. And I think that that's a little bit more complex because if Josh Jacobs leaves, because he is only, only on a one year deal with the Raiders, you're probably not getting a third, you know, you're probably going to get a fourth or fifth because that's just the value of running backs anyway. You know what I mean? So it, it doesn't feel like it's an even keel in that regard. Um, but ultimately uh, I do think that, you know, if you had an opportunity to bring in a guy and then if that guy went left in free agency um, and you were going to get the pick back, it's something that you should consider. I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm not really tripping on the Montez Sweat thing because like you, I agree that the Bears are probably going to sign Montez as opposed to the Ravens weren't going to do that anyway. Um, the Bears have the, the money, they have the cap space to do it. And they also had a better draft pick to give away because they're not good right now so their second round pick is really like a late first at this point mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately I'm not disappointed I mean my thing is is that you, you, yes I would have loved to have a guy like Josh Jacobs I would have loved to, to see him and and to, it is to my understanding that Josh Jacobs wanted to come to Baltimore very badly uh, but you know ultimately he doesn't run the show around there and whoever runs the show they are a very incompetent uh, group of people over there in Vegas to the point where a couple of people lost their jobs. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but there's other moves that could be made as well, Cordell. Like we heard Sue talk about, you know, he might be trying to come back. And I don't know how impactful you think that he'd be. But, I mean, I, I do think that a guy of his stature could – he's not going to be a third down uh, – every three down guy anyway. So he's going to be put in certain situations, and I think that he'd be just fine um, in that regard. So all is not lost, I guess, it, I, I don't think. And I think in terms of the running back situation, it's not that they don't think that the running backs that they have are good, but we also have to acknowledge the fact that Gus has had some injuries. And I think you just don't want to run Gus down to the ground, and that's probably – why they were looking into bringing a running back into the fold. And I also don't think it's disrespectful to say that the, all of those backs that the Ravens could have gone and traded for the three that we mentioned um, are upgrades over Gus Edwards. Without question, they're upgrades. And if you can get an upgrade at a position when you truly do believe that you're a Super Bowl contender, you should do that. It's not like if they got any of those guys that Gus Edwards would just be uh, wiped off the face of the earth, they would still use him. Um, but yeah, those are all clear upgrades over Gus Edwards. I would be okay with that. It's not like they're going out there trading for Kenneth Gainwell, thinking that he's going to be the one to take over uh, for Gus Edwards. Like it, the, those are all 
pro bowlers, all pro type of running backs that we were talking about. So it's no shame in that. I would also say, like you mentioned with Ndamukong Sue potentially being um, a second half acquisition, I look at some of these guys on this team that may end up being, may end up having a bigger uh, contribution to the team in the second half of the season than they do right now. Those are almost like trade deadline acquisitions. I mentioned um, Rashad Bateman. If Rashad Bateman really gets more involved in the second half and really starts to look like the receiver that they've been hoping that he can be, that's as good as trading for a wide receiver. You, If, if you get guys like David Ajabo and those guys back and, and they start actually doing something out there. I mean, that's just as good as, as trade acquisition. So I think that they like what they have and they like the, the, the idea of some of the, these injured guys coming back. Um, and, and they look at that as like kind of what they could get on the open market without obviously giving anything up. Yep. I, I, I agree with you. So, I mean, I know you guys are disappointed that you wanted to see some moves being made, but I, I for perspective, right? Um, Kansas City, Buffalo did trade for a cornerback, but they that's because they needed one because they lost one. But it wasn't a splash. It wasn't a, a, a huge sl- splash. None of the, the top teams in the AFC made big trades. So uh, none of, nobody really upgraded, if you think about it.